go. It's uh, how we seize it. Uh, this is going to be episode 20. We're going to do Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, it's me, your host, our main host, uh, Noah, and I'm here with my special man, my my co-host. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing good. How are you? Good. See, I changed it up there. Didn't, you did. And you know, I was all ready for you to say, to say, <laughs> say hi. Say hi, uh, Steve. I, yesterday, uh, at uh, <laughs> we had a poker game with a bunch of the family got together for an online poker game for for Mother's Day, and uh, it was my uh, nephew that he's he's ten years old, and uh, he was. We, we all got on. There were ten of us. We're all on the Zoom, and then we got the poker game going on a, on another another screen, and 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 everyone was responding except for him. He was he was just sitting there, not looking very interested, and. And uh, what does his dad say? He says, say, say hi. Well, he says, say hi, Ryan. And he goes, hi, Ryan. You know, which is, I think, what you were hoping that I would say from the be- beginning, right? Just. <laughs> I thought that was a possibility. I didn't know. I didn't know what you were going to do. I always just threw it out there. Uh, but yeah, I always thought that was that was a possibility because that's that there's that old comedy skit, you know. Right. I think. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's from like almost that's the exactly why I thought about it uh, yesterday when yeah. he when he pulled that. It's like, ah, yeah. that was my line, man. <laughs> That's funny. All right, cool. So, uh, yeah, so we're going to do Ford versus Ferrari. I think this time we're going to try and get into it a little sooner. But uh, first off, what have you been up to this week? Um, well, we had Mother's Day yesterday, which was which was good. Uh, we uh, did some stuff with my wife and, and the kids. We played some poker and nice. uh, took a walk at the park, and, and I made some I, I made some steaks on the barbecue. I saw the pictures. Yeah, it looks oh. it looks nice. <laughs> I, you know, I I hadn't actually looked at it. Um, I think last time we were there, so I hadn't seen it with any of the the um, shelves or the uh, the countertop yeah. countertops. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. Yeah, no, those came out really nice. I like I, I like your little artwork in them. Very I you, guess. very yeah. you. That was good. <laughs> Uh, the Dave Matthews. Um, yeah, no, I think that came out real. It looks really, really nice. So you did that out of concrete. You you actually poured those. Yeah, uh, it was a mortar mix. It was a high density mortar mix that I uh, used a mold, and then I used a um, a powder you put in there to make it really. You mix it up, and so it's nice and peanut buttery. And then you pour this powder in there, and it makes it really much more like a, like a pancake mix. Really, and then it it just smooths it out. It doesn't change the uh, the hardening of it, it right. just smooths Still it out so it when on. you pour it in it's really smooth and uh and then it, it takes only about an hour to cure uh so what you, you how'd you make the molds what did you do that i mean so that was a little them. grout I, I i took a little i made a stencil with the symbol okay. that i wanted there and then i uh i cut the stencil out and then i uh put it on the on the uh the mold and then i poured a little dark grout uh mix gotcha it's like a like a powder like uh, i yeah. used a gray grout and i sprinkled it so that it filled in my stencil lifted the stencil off and then there it is and then when you pour the pour the mortar mix it it just kind of it creates a little indention and kind of stays there too nice and and you built the mold and all that too the the to form it yes yeah nice you you do that out of wood and all that i did it out of yeah out of uh 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 what's that's some that's some impressive stuff yeah I, 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 well. Looking at that, I was like, "That that's really nice." Cool. And I made it. I I made a hinge top too, so I could lift the that that was go. the that was the most challenging part, having to make it so you could lift the top, uh, so you can get to the to the uh, charcoal grill on the one side right. uh, where it actually lifts. Yeah, up. no, it so. looks really impressive. I I saw it out on Facebook, uh, um, on your mother's not your mother's day post, but uh, your wife's mother's day post. Right, she had it out there. It looked really good. Uh, really impressed. So good job. Yeah, cool. that was that's. That's some cool stuff. Nice. Um, other than that, uh, we've been doing that investigating about the uh, the beer, the home brewing. So right, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've been looking into that. that. I found a local place uh, called um, what's it called? Uh, Beverage people that, yeah, that yeah, sell home brewing equipment. Too. They, uh, I was hoping they would reopen on Friday with a lot of the I other did. businesses, but uh, they're not opening until Tuesday next Tuesday. Um, okay. And is that I'm just also, for curbside or they'll is do it curbside, like you, yeah. So I'm hoping you can to go in. I don't know if you can go in. I probably just curbside. Yeah. But they sell they sell kits and uh but what I'm hoping to do uh next weekend I'm going to visit my brother down in San Diego. Oh, gonna pick the brain, huh? I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna see if he's got some local places there because he's he's done that for a while and he can help right. me pick out some good stuff uh to have and then anything I don't bring back with me. 
I'll uh, I'll pick up it at uh, Beverage People and uh, get started. Yeah, no, I uh, so I ended up ordering mine, and uh, I was doing a bunch of uh, back and forth. I probably I probably looked online all over through different things for about three hours trying to decide what I wanted to do, and I kept going back and forth between one gallon, two gallon, to five gallon uh, kits, and my my my. Uh, cheap side of my brain my frugal side of my brain was like oh you don't you don't need anything more than that so i was looking at these two gallon you know uh kits and i was like oh, okay th- those those aren't too bad but then i was looking man if i really want to get into this that i'm just gonna be rebuying stuff and, and then so our friend jeremy who uh, was on the podcast with us last time uh he sent over his little he ended up getting a five gallon deluxe kit like that he, looked he, nice that was a good yeah. that was a good kit yeah even so uh i ended up getting a similar kit but i got like the the lower version i'm figuring he probably has stuff in there that we can share (laughs) and uh because i I mean i have a feeling we're all going to be doing this together so um and then you know 15 gallons of beer that's a lot of beer and so i was looking so you got five gallon five gallon i got a five gallon um you know uh from fermenter and all this stuff so yeah i've got it set up to do the five gallons and then, uh, then I started getting even crazier and I started looking into like kegging and kegerators and I found these things that are called keezers. So uh-huh. you take an old, old chest freezer and you build your taps on the outside of that and you got it so you can sediment. I'm like, so I've started looking at those. I'm like, I'm nice. getting way out of control here. My brother did that with a uh, refrigerator. He, he reconverted a refrigerator, yeah. put all the taps in there and, 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 uh, and that was, that was really neat. So that I, looked, I remember seeing those before, but this is this I like this one so much better because of the way it it opens the chest, so you can set things down in there, so you don't have to like pull big kegs out and all this. It just kind of slides down in their spots, and then you have shelving on the inside, so you could put your other like if you bought some canned beers or maybe you put your glasses in there and stuff. Right, really really cool idea. So I was looking at those, and I'm like you know, reading some DIY stuff on that. And they're like, you know, low cost of about four to $500 for a smaller one. And I'm like, well, not so bad. Maybe. Yeah. So. Yeah. The do it yourself stuff is great too. I was looking yesterday on, you know, my wife wants me to build another, uh, another, um, uh, <laughs> a flower, uh, raised, raised, oh, flower, raised flower, flower, flower bed, bed. Yeah. uh, with some, uh, for the, well, she wants it off, off to another side. And I was thinking, because she wants the, uh, see, so you have the t- tomatoes grow up the side. You know, oh, yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, and I thought, well, maybe maybe I could grow some hops, too. That would be kind of fun. You know, we um, looked into that, too. Alyssa jumped right on that with our <laughs> garden. She was yeah. like, hmm. She says it, it, it takes a lot of work. Um, but then I jumped on, I was on a Facebook group, and there actually says it's not as bad. So yeah. I'm going to look a little more into it. I want to do a couple of brews before I get that deep into it. I, before well, I absolutely, brewing. absolutely. And, yeah. and I also saw a make where you can make a, a che- like a ice chest into a something where you can put on your deck and build, make it all nice, yeah. where you can have, have it opened up. And I thought, well, that'd be a cool thing to make too. So it yeah. just opens the door for a lot of just fun stuff. But oh, the yeah. beer brewing process, it's not, it's not like a, you know, you have your brew day, but it's still going to take a good uh, three oh, yeah. to five it's weeks like, to to yeah. to to get your to get your first taste. <laughs> if you do them in kegs and you force carbonate them, it, it's a little bit shorter. Um, then you only really have the. I think it's about an average of about a two week brew. Force carbonate. Um, now, are you going to have the what it takes to do that? Or well, that's if I if I get to the point where I'm kegging, yeah, I'll, I'll okay. get to that point. Um, so yeah, I was looking at that. I want to find out if I can even just do it in that little, little, uh, growler keg that I have, you know, just so I can, uh, bottle up half of it and throw, throw some of that in there and then be able to have a little sip, uh, that day kind of thing. Cause I yeah. guess when you force carbonate it, you, you can basically drink it right away. Well, you still have to let the, ye- I mean, you still got the whole yeast, uh, fermentation process. It's well, kinda... no, cause when, when you bottle, well, this is what I was reading is, is you do it at the same time you bottle and you, then, uh, yeah, but you don't so... bottle until after it's fermented, which is still right. A good, right. No, good week that's what I mean is, yeah. So you got your yeah. first two weeks of fermentation, but from the point of going into a bottle where you let it sit another week or two, uh, with the secondary fermentation to get the carbonation, if you do it into a small keg and force carbonate it, you can drink it right away. Nice. So that's nice. why I was like, hmm, okay, well, I got that little keg already. I feel like that guy up. If I, I just got to figure out if I can actually do the forced carbonation with that. So it's funny. Part of me is like really anxious, but you know, you got to be real patient with this oh, process. Right. It's, it's, it's being anxious is probably the worst, worst thing to be when it comes to making, uh, making something like this that takes so much time. And so the worst, 
Go ahead. The worst, the worst part for me is I was reading all these different recipes for all these different beers, and I'm like, I can't decide. I want them all, <laughs> and I'm like, I. You gotta choose. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, now do I gotta buy a whole nother kit so I can have like two of them going at once so I can get some <laughs> different flavors? And then I saw these kegs, and I was like, oh, that guy's got like six different kegs on his fridge, and it's got them like a. I'm like. Okay, slow your roll. Let's just get that first one under control. So yeah, no, I'm I'm excited for it. I ordered some books too, just uh, so I can do some reading up. I joined a couple of Facebook groups already um, on the brewing process and just been nice. you know reading up and you know. So I, I think I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. I think we're gonna have a lot of fun with it. Um, yeah. So I'm drinking a lot of beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, it may turn into a whole new podcast just about beer and brewing beer and drinking beer, which uh, we could do. I think that'd be fun. So cool. Um, yeah, that's, uh, I didn't really do too much this weekend. Um, you know, we did mother's day. We had our, you know, my, my daughters, uh, made a really cool breakfast. They do crepes. My wife really likes crepes. So they do the whole layout, all the different, you know, fruits and, you know, not, uh, yogurts and sweet things to put in them. And, and so we do that. And then, uh, we had a salmon for dinner and that was pretty ah, good. Nice. And yeah. They do that on the Traeger. So, uh, yeah, other than that, it was pretty much just a, a lazy weekend. Although this week I didn't, I uh, I didn't actually go to work much this week. I, uh, I stayed home because I was going to a bunch of doctor's appointments. Uh, I'm uh, pushing to get my knee replaced, and uh, so I finally got into a doctor that setting it all up. I mean, the ball is rolling right now. I, I basically got to get a couple more things checked off, and then then I'll get a date to get it done. So probably within the next two months, have a whole new knee. Wow, so that could be good. Yeah, I know. All right. It's only been talking about it for like 12 years, but yeah. So yeah, it's kind of what, what my week was. So cool. All right. Well, now we're going to get on to the main uh, gist of this, and that's going to be uh, Ford versus Ferrari, which uh, uh, this this movie came out in uh, 2019. So uh, a little while ago, it did really, really well in the in the award categories. Like it was up for a lot of stuff. Where it normally, you know, a kind of, a, I guess they consider this a sports movie almost, um, is one of the couple of things I was reading, which was kind of surprising that you know a sports movie actually did did as well as it did. But uh, I wasn't I wasn't actually excited to watch this uh, when it came out. Like, I'm not a car guy at all. Like, you know, okay, those those guys that can like see a car drive by and tell you the year, the model, whatever this, and give up. I'm like, it was green. It was blue, <laughs> and sometimes I'm not even right there. So I'm not I'm not a car guy. Um, so and I'm not into racing. I'm not. I don't watch NASCAR. I don't. You know. So for me, it wasn't a big deal. Now I know that there was the big deal between Ford and Ferrari. I mean, I kind of knew about the thing, and uh, but it just wasn't enough for me to kind of like, oh, okay, I'll watch it. But I mean, I wasn't going to rush off to the theaters to see this kind of thing. Um, but then when I saw that it had all the. Uh, the awards and stuff. I was like, oh, okay, well, we should check that out. So, so we did watch it. I watched, I, it's been a while. I think we watched it maybe a month ago. Oh, really? It's been that while. Okay. Yeah. Well, we had, we had talked about doing it earlier and I think it was right before everything got locked down. So then everything kind of shifted. Yeah. I saw it right. I think like, I think it might've been like the week we started this podcast. So it was <laughs> on my kind of short list of, Hey, we could try this one. Right. Uh, Cause yeah. I was, I thought it was a really good movie, but I, I was able to watch it again this weekend. So, so I can refresh your, your yeah. memory as we're well, talking. I, did, I went and read a bunch of stuff just to get myself back into it. Um, one of the first things I really, uh, I was really impressed about this was the acting, right? I mean, you had, you had some big names in it. You got Matt Damon, and, uh, Kristen Bale, who both, they basically played the two main characters, I would say. Um, and just, you know, when you watch a movie and you kind of can see someone acting a role and then you can see someone becoming a role, you kind of get the difference. These yeah. guys seem to have become the role. Yeah, like, they really did. Like the very first minute you look and you go, oh, OK, that's so and so. And oh, hey, look, it's Batman in a different, you know, <laughs> that's kind of that's literally how I think about things when I watch movies like this. But within minutes, I was like, OK, no, it's it's not. He. It, he became a different person and I really, really liked how they did that. I thought, I thought they killed it. Yeah. Matt Damon played more like the straight role and yet he still was able to, to, to 
carry that that uh, character through some really effective scenes. There's there's the time when he sits down with uh, Henry Ford the second, right? When Henry Ford's like, why you know after after they just lost lost one of their big races, he says, why shouldn't I just fire you all? Right. And and when he plays, you know, he tells that story about about that last lap. And how he, you know, uh, Enzo Ferrari saw a car that went faster than anything that he's ever yep. seen before. And that's enough. Just the way that that played out, uh, the the direction and Matt Damon, the way he kind of commanded that role. That's that's not easy for someone to come in and pull that off. And, and Right. No, he did uh, great. And so he played uh, the car designer, right? Carol Shelby, who became famous for designing Shelby cars, right? You know, everybody knows about the the, the Ford Shelbys and the, the Shelby, or I guess before there were just Shelby the cars. Corby, the, the Cobra and... Yeah, Shelby Cobra. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, that, you know, I knew those offhand were a, 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 a main, you know, he, he was someone that was really a big name. I knew the name, but I didn't know what for. Same kind of thing. Um, I didn't really know anything about the, the Ken Miles, which was the Christian Bale character who was the driver. Right. He was a, he was a British um, driver. And, and, and this is all based on a true story. So that's the cool thing about it. Um, yeah, it's all based on uh, the basically Ford beat Ferrari in the 24 hour uh, Le Mans race in 1966 after losing to him just every year before 1960 that. through 65 Ferrari took uh, took the gold. Uh, all five, oh, yeah, they were killing six them years in everywhere. Row, so. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was a big deal for Ford. You know, the one thing I was thinking, uh, we, we forgot to talk about what we're drinking. And, and I, I know I know, I, I personally went out and kind of did something because I want to make sure that we, we're getting back on the realm of uh, what are we going to match these, these uh, drinks up to this movie. So, Steve, what did you, what did you come up with? Did you get, okay. come up with anything good? Yeah. Well, <clears throat> here, I, I took some notes too because I, I, my, my approach was to try to come up with well, first off, what do I have? I got whiskey. So, um, so I, I I did some research on what would you consider the Ferrari uh, version of a whiskey? The the, the and and actually, um, I found some good information about uh, Macallan whiskey, which is which is one of my friend's favorites. He, whenever we go over to uh, Beer Baron, he'll order a Macallan uh, whiskey. It's not as peaty. I like the peaty stuff, but he likes the he likes the easier to drink stuff, and it, it's right. a really good whiskey for something like that. But uh, they've got a uh, well. They first off, they got the Macallan Rare Cask, which is the considered like the Ferrari of Scotch. Um, right. <laughs> and, but then they also have something uh, called the Ferrari Screech. It's a single malt uh, whiskey, and uh, I think it's like a thirteen-year-old. But but it actually is named after Ferrari, and it's about it's about a thousand dollars a bottle. Oh, uh, Twenty twenty prices so uh i think 900 932 is what i what what i found uh Holy the average price so so i didn't buy that i didn't buy that because yeah, no. i was thinking i could do like a comparison i could do a comparison <laughs> um but maybe, then maybe I, they let you buy a sip of it <laughs> so then i uh, said well what would be the ford uh the ford version of, of a whiskey I, I i looked up that moonshine yeah. Well, no. Here's here's what I found. I found the only thing when I did a Ford uh, whiskey lookup on Google, I came up with this really kind of cool story about Ford redesigning the Detroit train station. Yeah, this is this year, like in February. They they basically gutted it out and they found down in the basement. They made a report that they didn't find um, Jimmy Hoffa, but they right. found bottles of um, uh, whiskey, uh, full bottles nice. of whiskey. And I looking oh, from at back the picture, from like a... huh? I wonder it was they saying it's like back from um prohibition days? I don't know. It was like in the walls of 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 it. They were tearing down walls and in between the the walls they found uh bottles of whiskey and uh, it looks like I think I found a picture and it was a Westminster Westminster rye whiskey. So huh. so I thought okay, well I can't get those, but I do have some whiskey and uh so I I ended up buying on Friday uh Spiritworks is a, lo- a local oh, yeah, yeah. Um, um, gin manufacturer in Sebastopol and make a really good gin or l- really good slow gin. But this is their first bourbon they've done, and they've been sitting on it for a while and letting it letting it sit in the uh, in the uh, barrels. And they just released it about a month and a half ago, right right when all the shelter and everything was came. Yeah. 
So I uh, I couldn't get a hold of it until they finally started doing the curbside pickup again. Nice. And I picked up a bottle. Not only that, if you look on the back, it says batch number one. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that, shit. that was kind of cool. You need um, to save that bottle. So so this felt to me like uh, a good uh, a good uh, whiskey to do for my Ferrari or Ford GT40 uh, of whiskeys. And I made myself an old fashioned kind of in the thing in the in the theme of old fashioned race car drive. An old fashioned centuries old, but. Right, but, but still, but still, <laughs> no, no, I got you. It makes a great old fashioned. Uh, so, so that's what I'm drinking. Yeah, this is an old fashioned because it's, it's. I mean, it's a period piece essentially. Yeah. It's, it's 50 years ago. So, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah. So I was trying to think of okay, race cars, racer five. I thought about that. <laughs> so that was that was, that came to mind. As a matter of fact, because I did a Google search also on I go uh, race car beers, and like the third one down was racer five, and I was like, oh yeah, it's racer five. I'm, Fuck, they're right around the corner. They're literally, you know, they're local. Um, so uh, I was like, okay, well, so I'm going to stop on the way home. And I'm, I went to Whole Foods. So I was going to get a Racer 5. I, I've had them before. They're not my favorite. Um, but when I go to Bear Republic, you know, it's something I, It's something you can always get and not be disappointed in. But it's not something I would, like, if I had my choice, it probably wouldn't be my first go-to that, beer. For, for IPAs in the in the area, they've always been my favorite. For IPAs. Well, they're very hoppy. And yeah, that's no, why. Yeah, you're right. It, it, yeah, you're right. so you're 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 a hoppy guy. I'm not. I I can't jump, so yeah. I don't I don't go for the hops. Right. <laughs> so, uh, but what I did find is um, a lot of the Bear Republic. They have a lot of their labels and stuff are very race oriented, car racing oriented. A lot of checkered flags and stuff. And so when I was in um, uh, Whole Foods, I went around and I found this one. It's called Challenger Series Nine. And I'm going to show Steve the can through our little. Uh, camera here and, uh, and i'll post a picture so you guys can see it has kind of a uh just a a race car look to it if, if you ask me absolutely so, uh, so i went and looked a little bit on these and this is a hazy ipa that's that Chinook. was 19 though right challenger series 19 yeah challenger okay. series 19 um yeah. apparently this one's going on for a while uh i haven't been going to bear republic so i didn't know about it but this one's a hazy ipa with a chinook um calypso and comet uh bravo uh, hops taking notes on, on hops to collect. So you oh, can make it. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. I've been reading a lot about it. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, this is kind of cool, but their challenger series, apparently it's kind of like they just, they're doing, they're doing like one-offs, you know, every six or seven months and they have all these different flavors. As a matter of fact, there's the, at the brewery right now, as I looked it up, there was a, the challenger series 21 that I was like super interested in. I was like, that sounds delicious. Uh, so maybe, Maybe I'll go go get that one, but so Challenger Series 19 is a hazy IP with a focus on citrus. Chinook, Calypso, Comet, and Bravo hops work together to create notes of grapefruit. Right, that's a good one. Bright orange and mango, um, a balance of two stars, superior oat, white wheat, and brew malt work in unison with the hops. Uh, hops, barbarian yeast. Right. So now that right there, I was like, fuck, they got a barbarian yeast. Like, how awesome is that? That just, to me just seems so cool. Like, Barbarian Yeast uh, produces a full body and stone fruit ester to enhance the citrus flavors. So it comes out to a 6.9 alcohol. Um, the Challenger Series 19 uh, is is a pretty cool one. So, yeah, I was uh, I was pretty impressed with that. But uh, so I tried it, and uh, it's still a little bit more on the hoppy side from what I would normally like if I had to go out and if this was in a flight, say against like a painkiller or, or a pulp fusion or some of the sweeter uh, hazies, I probably would lean more that way. But it's still really good. So nice. So that was that was my race theme, mostly because of the the Bear Republic does seem to have a lot of race themed beers, and it kind of had that Challenger Series 19. The can has a the the big circle with the 19 on it. it looks like a race car number on it. So kind of kind of hooked it for me. Very good. All right, so back to the racing. Uh, that was one of the things that impressed me most about this movie was um, being not into into race car racing and stuff like that. I actually really enjoyed the challenge, like watching them go, and you know the the this the emotions that were tied to it. It seemed very very cool. Um, it afterwards it's funny i was talking to my wife Alyssa, about it and we both were like god that, that really got your adrenaline going you're really kind of pulling for these guys and stuff like that so i well this I was, was a was very really... um a very 
thought through film. It wasn't something that they just went out and decided to make. I mean, they put a lot of planning into this. The director, uh, James Mangold. So he's been around for a while. One of the, one of his early movies, uh, was Copland. Did you ever see Copland? That's a Sylvester Uh, Stallone movie. I Um, think I did. Yeah. Which, which at the time was a very, uh, good role for him it was a very dramatic role uh, uh, you know uh, not not his typical action hero um, he played kind of a kind of a kind of a weak he, a weak cop act. yeah yeah but it was a really effective movie uh, uh, a few years ago he did logan which uh, i think oh, we've talked uh, about on this podcast I, that's that's probably my top favorite uh, um, comic book movie um, it's one it's up there it, it definitely is up there uh i i kind of think the the new marvels have taken it over but i think it doesn't it, they're in different worlds a little bit because it's more drama based it's mm-hmm. it's less less where some of the ones now are have that good big mix of action and comedy where logan was more serious and drama um so they're they're almost in two different lanes if you ask me but i understand what you mean by it it was a very good good comic book movie. like when you put it up against the batmans and stuff like that i think logan was definitely a superior movie yeah and then and then he's also slated if it ever happens to direct uh indiana jones 5 <laughs> <laughs> which i think was supposed to start shooting this month but uh Obviously, it's been postponed, and uh, yeah. And then well, I heard things all... are starting to open it up. I, I just saw uh, something else was just saying they just started reshooting last week, so things oh, are getting okay. back to. Yeah, I think they're they're getting to the point where, like, you know, if Home Depot can be open and Walmart can be open with people just taking precautions, we could we can do this stuff. You know, there. I think that's that's what's in most people's minds, especially working things and jobs and things like that. People are looking at like, hey if this is okay, then, then we can do this too, you know? So I think they're starting to slide towards that. So I, I did see some shows and movies were starting to film again. So that's good. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's for California. That's a big part of their, uh, their, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> because, well, just generating tourism and all that sort of stuff. They, they need to keep the, uh, Hollywood alive. Well, so. just, just in general business. I mean, you saw with, uh, Elon Musk. Yeah. You know, he's like, yep, we're coming back to work and, yeah, That's I was watching the live uh, live press conference with Newsom today. He was getting hammered on, you know, what are you doing about right. Elon Musk? I think question after question, he just kind of said the same thing, you know, okay. I'm not going to do anything because it's going to cost me everything if I do. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like he's he's being, he's working with, with him, but he's also, the county is, is uh, has, he's given a lot of, uh, control to the county regulations so right counties and that's how it actually should be it it, that so going back to my my uh, class where they talk about federal state and local governments local governments should have base control of the local with oversight by state and then federal so really it comes down to your local government really should be the one setting that you know setting what is appropriate and what's not so yeah yeah, yeah, we'll see. Let's see how it goes. All right. Well, back into the Ferrari. I mean, well, talk about management and that, right? The whole thing with uh, Ford, you know, getting to the point where he was upset and going to fire him because he didn't he didn't win right away in the, in the racing. Yeah. yeah. You know, like you said, talked about that was that was a great thing. Uh, matter of fact, that was uh, one of the big uh, things I was reading. They were talking about uh, trying to say, well, who's the villain? You know, to villainify someone in these movies. Right. It's not. Right? It's not Enzo Ferrari. No, no he's, it re- it really he's not the antagonist. Huh? He, he is to he is to a minor point. Well, but it's really that BB guy that that yep. becomes becomes the antagonist. The one that Leo BB. Yeah, yeah. He, he's a dick. <laughs> yeah. That, he's like he a definitely... henchman or something like that, that, that gets a little pissed off when, 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 uh, Ken Miles son, uh, is messing with the car, or, you know, put his hands on the car. Oh, and... that, yeah, that was a minor point. I think more what it was is he realized, or he, he had the feeling that, uh, Shelby was getting the attention. He was an attention whore. He wanted, he wanted to be the top dog and he knew he couldn't win that stuff. And so he was trying to steal it away in some way right because he, he still was in charge of like the racers and stuff like that so he tried he was trying to make it his call and things like that and sabotage him and that that was where you know you really got to the point where like yeah man this guy's a total douche can't stand him 
Yeah, there, so. there's also the element that they touched on. Uh, they they played off Ken Miles as much more of a, uh, he, you know, he, he doesn't he doesn't shut up when he should shut up. He's not a he's not a necessarily a good spokes spokesman as and 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 so not necessarily the ideal image that Ford wants right. to put into their race cars. Um, and that's where uh, Christian Bale was was awesome with his the way he portrayed. Ken Miles. It seemed like even uh, some of the some of the uh, what I read about Ken Miles, he almost played it down a little bit. And, uh, you know, tried to they tried to, to meet in the middle as far yeah, a little bit more. Um, yeah, um, and you know, Christian Bale. I, I was watching some interviews. I, I uh, watched it again this weekend. And I also got some extra footage or the the uh, behind the scenes stuff, right? Uh, yeah, to go along with it. And it was it was funny seeing interviews with Christian Bale because. He sounded exactly the same, and you know we're so used to him in in Batman and a lot right, of the American yeah. movies. He he does American Psycho, and but he's he's British. You know, what was right, one of the first yeah. ones I remember seeing him in was that Steven Spielberg movie, uh, Empire from the Su- Empire of the Sun, from uh, you know okay. when he was just a boy. Yeah, um, which uh, which I might have been one of his first roles. So mm-hmm. cool thing I read on this too is I apparently he had to lose like seventy pounds. Yeah, because he had role. just played Dick Cheney in Vice. Yeah, so he was, he, and so I guess him and uh, Matt Damon were always joking and laughing and talking and stuff. Like they became really good friends in this, and and so he asked him, "Well, how'd you lose seventy pounds?" He's like, "I didn't eat." He's like, "No, really." <laughs> He's like, "No, I didn't eat." <laughs> so apparently, he yeah he he did a huge uh, weight loss for that thing. I mean, seventy pounds is a lot. Well, he did uh, a he did a role. Uh, decade or two ago what was called like the machinist or something like that where he was he was thin as a bone you know he was just all bony and everything and then he did another role uh the fighter where he played uh kind Mm -hmm. of a meth meth head brother to 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 uh what's his name um we just did the movie we just marky mark mark Mark, yeah mark Wahlberg. mark Uh, Mark Wahlberg. i'll never be able to call him mark Wahlberg. (laughs) he's always gonna be marky mark god damn um but so Sorry, he Mark does Wahlberg. a lot of a lot of uh, weight loss and gain for mm-hmm. the roles. Just to there's a lot of actors that do that. It's amazing when you see it. Well, in it's kind of neat too because I mean, neat in the fact that they they can pull it off, but it changes the aspect of the person so much. Like he he definitely pulled off that character, and you in in he his whole body, right? He was acting from toe to you know tip of he his, was. you know top of his head to the tip of the toes kind of thing. And, and, and it came into that and it was really cool. And so well, I, I the, the hats really cool. were perfect too. Both of them wore hats, Matt Damon, Ken miles. I mean, uh, Oh Christian, yeah. He always had the cowboy hat. One on. of them had, you know, one of them was much more of a, a stiff brim cowboy hat. Yeah. And then, but then Ken miles had kind of that always straw been, hat that, that, uh, that, that was, right. that was great. That was perfect. One of the things I, I saw, I read today too, was a, it was a, I don't know if he was a critic or I didn't get that deep into it, but he didn't like the movie as much. He, uh, he, he was saying it was a great uh, advertisement for sun, uh, sunglasses, but he, oh. I mean, he didn't, he didn't have a lot good to say about the movie. I, I don't know what he movies he's into. Cause I thought it was great, but he was, he definitely was not happy with the movie. Um, but he's like, yeah, the, it was great advertisement for the you know, sunglasses. Cause they kept wearing sunglasses and he was saying the director took a lot of shots of them wearing their sunglasses, looking cool. And all this. I was like, that's funny. It didn't, you know, I remember watching it, but I, at no point did I ever think, oh man, that's cool sunglasses or. Yeah. You know I mean? It never came across like they were, at, I, there were a couple of times when you put them on and I thought, oh, well that's a, a little obnoxious, but it was more, it was more uh, added it was to his personality. Yeah. I, you, yeah. You, Shelby used his glasses a lot. Yeah. To emphasize his position on things. His hat and his glasses were, were extensions to his uh, communication. Essentially. Yeah. And so, and, and Matt Damon did that great. He was, he was fabulous in this. I, I, I'm not always a huge fan of his, like some of his stuff, he seems, you know, not to use it in a bad way, but Nicolas Cage where he, you know, he never really gets out of being Matt Damon. Um, sure. Yeah. He's kind of typecast. This time he did. Like I literally, like I said, that first minute I was like, Oh, Matt Damon. And then pretty soon it wasn't Matt Damon. It was, it was actually Carol Shelby. And, and I was like, God damn, that's, he did an awesome job cool fact too i found out is the only reason he did this movie is because he wanted to work with christian bale so the main reason he took the role was to work with christian bale which i thought was kind of cool i mean that that just shows that these guys are they're they're not just doing these roles for what you know it's like no that's a cool guy i want to hang out with him and you know so 
they, they read the job. script and saw there was a fight scene and wanted to know who would win, Jason Bourne oh or God. Batman. <laughs> and so that I fight read, was hilarious. So I read about that too, and they were talking. They were both like laughing apparently hysterically afterwards and stuff like that, because um, they're both you know in these in these movies like Batman where they're you know they got these choreographed to death movie you know fight scenes where they're doing all this stuff, and this they said it literally took them like twenty minutes rehearsal to do that fight scene <laughs> and then just went and did it and i was like that's awesome and apparently afterwards oh yeah they were laughing and, and i can't remember uh when i read once is something like they did the they did all this fighting and then they were sitting there and someone yelled cut and i think i can't remember if it's matt damon or or christian bale one of them like punches the other one in the arm after the cut kind of like the the last hit thing and then they start going again just fun wise <laughs> it's like i was like that's pretty funny so yeah well, he they, does like that a... that nipple grab and stuff and he's like oh what, yeah what was that the, their, their little banter <laughs> yeah. afterwards too but you know that's where we see uh uh molly miles the the yeah, his, right. yeah ken's wife and the way she comes out of the house and just kind of sets out just a lawn chair and it. sits down and it's like okay we're gonna wait this out <laughs> so she i really liked her character it wasn't like a typical uh, I'm worried about you. You shouldn't go off and drive. And she was a lot more of a cheerleader for, for Ken Miles and really well, she wanting really him shows to... the the support. Yeah. Right? You know, wanting him to support. Like, yeah. She the, knows the, who the... she married. She right. wants him to, to be who he is. And, and even, some of the scenes with hard, her so good. She, you know, it shows that. Matter of fact, that it was another, it was that same guy, I think, that was talking about the sunglasses. He was talking about her being the only uh, strong female character in the whole thing. And and only getting his little bit of time and only, you know, he was really bagging on on how they portrayed her. And I was like, you know, but they portrayed her as 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 you would a wife at that point who's who's there to support her husband 100 percent in what he's doing. Right. And I thought they did it great because she, she wasn't happy with everything, but she talked about it and understood. Mm hmm. And she made her points come across too, and, and I thought that was good. Uh, funny thing, you is, say she was the only strong female role in the movie. I, I think she was like the only only female role in the movie. Right? Was, no, that, I was I just can't. pointing out that's what the guy wrote. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and he's right. Yeah, there was well, there wasn't a lot. I mean, it was also in the '60s and in racing, right? There wasn't a lot of women in racing. I mean, still, it's today the numbers are down. Low, in racing, yeah. Than, yeah, yeah, like lower than five percent easily so i mean yeah you don't it's you're not just gonna throw a woman in there to throw her in there so I, i'm glad they didn't pander to that because that's i i don't mind you know it's it's not like i have any problem with strong female characters but don't put a strong female character in there just to have a strong female character this if it doesn't work for the story don't do it well this is a well this is supposedly based on a true story although i didn't find any any background information on ken miles wife molly, on his wife, molly yeah it was really so i don't know how close to uh to the actual um person she was portrayed. yeah i don't i it's hard to say so the actress i'm gonna blow her name yeah katriana balf that sounds about right I, i'm reading <laughs> it but, and i'm gonna go with that i'm gonna let you blow it and let, not not take it out on myself <laughs> although we know i always blow those names anyways anyways uh so she's also in um the showtime series right now out outlander Outlander, and, yeah, and we've been watching that because my wife she read the books and was into it, so we started watching that. And you know, it's Scottish people, I like that, so it's cool. But she's been in that, and that's like the only thing I've seen her in. So as soon as she I had not up, seen that, in fact, I looked her up and I and I I brought that up on my in my queue just to check it out. So it's um, it's an okay show. I mean, there it's in its fourth or fifth season, and you can tell it's like okay, you guys are dragging on a little it's long books, and you know, but. It, it's good. I mean, it's there's there's parts that are great. There's parts that are like, oh my god. But I mean, there's nudity, so you got you can't go wrong with that. She brings her <laughs> husband back to life with just putting her boobs on him. So I mean, that's that's incredible. Um, but yeah, so that was that's the only thing I've ever seen her in. And when I saw her, I was like, oh hey, both of us being wife were like, oh man, check it out. And so that was kind of cool. But she did a really good job, and it was nice seeing her doing something other than the other role. So that was good. She did a great job. So we've talked a lot about the the performances, um, mm -hmm. but let's talk some more about the the just the the editing and the and the and the sound design and the way the scenes were constructed because there was a lot of really good good uh, skill at you know that that you can watch if you want to watch a movie where it really shows off the talent that 
Are you, you're grinning at me like I'm talking like a like a film no, no, geek no. or something? But. No. Well, you are, but that's that's the whole point. It's not that. No, it's great, and and the reason I was laughing is is like I'm like yeah, you'll pick all that up. I'm gonna go. That was a good movie. I didn't see any flaws, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna understand much well, as much watching it. You know, but you, I understand where it is. So, so like when you're they're doing some sound cutting and stuff, they're going from car to car, and and if you're listening to to the soundtrack, you hear different engines like when they go back and forth, and and I was looking some of the behind the scenes, and they actually found a um, a Ford uh, GT40 that was uh, rebuilt, that was like certified by Ford as a as a rebuilt rebuilt replica. Uh, nice. that fully with all the all the right engine parts they hooked up sound design, uh, sound equipment to it and they took it out for uh you know for hours of of audio you know just, audio, to get, where you could just get all that they did the same thing with a with a ferrari testarossa and so so knowing that they're going to that those lengths to to really just capture that sound the whole um all the all the, um, the research they did on the cars at the time and trying to get them just right, right the tires, everything that they were doing, really, they put so much into just trying to make this a really well thought out movie. And then, yeah, and then they, the, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say they did a great job with all that. And, and you're right. Um, the, the sound editing in uh, won awards this year. Did it? Okay. Uh, yeah. Matter of fact, that's uh, the sound editing and I think editing in general won the big awards. Yeah, that's um, great. They were doing a lot of the uh, the footage was was real was really shot. It wasn't uh, CG. Yeah, so which, apparently yeah. the 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 one big race was done in two different locations. So not only did they have to uh, film the race and and cut it together, they had to make sure that lighting was similar, weather was similar. Yeah, you know all this stuff, and and they did a good job. And that's what a lot of people were talking about how well the the editing was well and and, and they like they brought up a point in the behind the scenes is they they, they did a lot of planning on this but they know it they're, they're they're only successful if people don't notice it because once someone right. notices that things are wrong that's when they've, they've made that's mistakes. where i so, come yeah. in i don't notice it when it's good but i noticed it when like that screwed up that wasn't right like they're wearing a green jacket now they're wearing red that's the stuff i pick up what um. there's this great scene there's this great scene that that was all done in in glance. You, you talked about the sunglasses, and and there's a shot of. I don't think they're wearing sunglasses in this, but but it, it was done. It, the scene was kind of all in glances, and it starts on the on the racetrack, and it's it's the the Ferrari driver, and he glances over at Ken Miles. Oh and right, yeah. Ken Miles, and then it cuts to Ken Miles, and he glances from the the driver back to the road, and then it shows the cars pass, and then from there it. Goes to, oh where is it I think I, I think I wrote some of this down because I was so impressed by it and then it goes from there um, to the TV where you know they're they're doing the cars oh, driving by yeah, and yeah. then it goes to the black and white TV and pulls it out and then it's Lee Iacocca uh, that's watching the TV and then BB steps in and then there's the glance from Lee Iacocca to BB and BB looks to the to the phone and goes to the phone picks it up and it doesn't hear anything of what he's saying but then it goes down to um, Right, um, the pit. Uh, Matt Damon, what's his name? Uh, Shelby, and he glances over at the guy talking on the phone, and then he glances up and he sees BB up on the phone. Yeah, and, and then he glances back to the phone, and the guy's not there anymore. And then he glances out to the out to the uh, out to the race car, and there's the guy holding the sign saying, you know, easy up, you know, trying to yeah. get the get uh, uh, Miles to slow down. But just the way that that whole scene played out, and yeah. you're never. You're never thinking this is a gimmick. It all just flows so well. Right. And and that just is really good, strong uh, direction, uh, photographic direction, just the way you put scenes together, which I love that stuff. Yeah, no, that was really good. <laughs> I, and I liked about that because that's that first time when when Matt Damon's character, Shelby, really puts a you know foot back down on BB, goes and slaps the sign out of the guy's hand. Yeah. He ain't shit. No, He's not running this. And I... <laughs> I like that. So that yeah. was good. Matter of fact, that was one of the things that uh, that part of it kind of messed uh, how they did how they did miles in there where they, he had the race won, you know, by like a half a lap or something. He was just so far ahead that he had to slow down to let the other guys catch up because they wanted all three Fords to come across. And, and then the one guy got the win because, you know, starting position or whatever. That was so bullshit. Like that to me was like that's some fucking rank bullshit right that's, there. That's that's true. That's all. I know. That's that's what I mean. It's just like <laughs> that just makes you want to punch BB so bad. Yeah. Because almost like I don't know if he knew that for fact, 
or if he was just thinking that, oh, all three coming across, you know, they all three win kind of thing, or if he knew for a fact that was what was going to happen. Yeah, well, yeah, and it was nice, though, that, you know, pretty quickly, you know, Shelby, Miles was like, you know, don't worry about it. It's all about, you know, that's not what it's about. And, you know, he got over it. He kind of was above it all in the end. Um, Yeah, no, it was a growth moment for him, but it's also one of those ones where, you you know, you feel so bad for him and you just, you want to go give the guy a hug and then punch BB in the face. Yeah. You know, it, it's one of that's that that's where the emotions for me were like, man, that's just jacked up. They did a really so, good job setting up that that uh, perfect lap. Um, you know, there's the scene early on when when Miles is with his son talking about the perfect lap. And, you know, when right. you hit the hit the curve at 150 plus and, you know, the way you tap the brakes and, and it just it shows his passion for the whole thing. And then. You know, the way he just kind of lays it all out and explains it, even when when he's talking with his son in bed and his son has drawn up the whole track of Lamaz and he's right. leading him through all the tracks and stuff. There's a beautiful moments, but they really help later in the movie in the climax when things are going on and they don't really have time to explain everything. But you can relate to that. Those moments when he was telling it all to his son to where you're right. You, you know exactly what's going on. They don't have yeah. to, they don't have to have any magical music or, or, uh, you know, flashbacks or anything like that to kind of draw you to what's going on. You know, that, 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 that he captured that perfect lap. You don't have to replay that. Yeah. Well, the other part of that too was, is the engineering side of it when they're designing it and they're doing all the test stuff and like, you know, they're like all the eggheads around there. Well, our computer's saying this He's like, your computers don't, and he just gets out the tape and he does the, the, the flaps on, you know, to see where all the wind is. <laughs> yeah. Like the engineering side of me was just like geeking out on that. I was like, ah, oh, that's cool. Right. So, uh, yeah, no, they did a really good job with a lot of, that. I loved the, the way that they filmed miles in the, in, you know, in the driver's seat, kind of doing his self dialogue as he's driving, oh. you know, and he's saying, Oh, that's beautiful. Oh, you know, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. It was, it kind of reminded me of Iron Man and, you know, when, when they sh- cut oh, to the cut to yeah, inside the to mask of Iron Man, his face. Uh, uh, so you kind of, although he's, you can always, he's always talking to Jarvis or something like that, but yeah, but Jar- uh, well, where, it was Jarvis in the beginning and then it became, Oh, what's the new name? Because Jarvis became vision. Okay. So it but it was Jarvis in the beginning right. and then it became someone else. But Miles is just talking to himself because this is in the 60s. They didn't have radios back then. Now everything's all instant communication. Back right, then, yeah. you had like crashes would happen and they'd have to wait for like some phone call or something to find out or see the smoke right. in the air. Um, well, yeah, talk about the bad, the smoke and the crash. Like, uh, the ending, uh, rough. The, <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> So, so going into this movie, do you think it's, it's good to kind of know the history and know what you're getting in, getting into with? No, no. And I don't, yeah, I, I, well, yeah, no, I think it's better. I think it's better not knowing it. I I enjoyed not knowing any of the story essentially. I mean, I I knew some of the names I knew, you know, Carol Shelby's name. I didn't know Ken miles. I did know Lee Iacocca's name. Right. And And that, so I didn't know why. and that was played by uh, John Bernthal. We we talked about him last yeah. week because he was in. He played the 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 older brother in Peanut Butter yeah. Falcon. And he was yeah, which is better known Punisher. For Punisher. And, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, but I knew that I knew that name, but that's but I didn't know it for what he was here because he later became the the head of Ford and then and then moved to Chevy. But uh, yeah, I knew that name, but that's the re- the rest of them. I was like, I don't know who these people are. <laughs> I so. neither. Uh, I mean, racing fans probably know, and the, but those are the guys that are probably went and saw this early, and they probably knew the whole story coming out. I think this is a good movie for people that aren't necessarily race fans um, or know anything about racing, just because it is such it's a good story done around racing. It's not you don't have to know anything about it. To, yeah, to I'm not it. I'm not a race fan. I, I but I was really into this. I, there was a there was a Ron Howard movie with uh, Chris Helmsworth. Uh, a couple years ago, which, which was fine, but, uh, but, but it really kind of draws a comparison to, to, to something like this, where it doesn't quite, it doesn't quite hold up or it doesn't, it doesn't, uh, rise above, uh, that just that joy of someone who, who wants to see fast cars. This is something that does rise above that. 
Well, that's like, you know, this isn't like a, a Fast and Furious type of movie where people just want to see muscle cars and fast yeah. cars and all that. No, this is this is this is completely different. A, a NASCAR fan that is just in it to watch speed and cars racing around a track and, and crashes probably won't get the same out of this movie as someone that just likes a good story. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, but it does have it does offer some great footage. It does. Uh, and- I, I almost think I almost think it's it's better for a fan of of not the sport because the, they're going to be looking at it for the sport aspect where and miss the 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 life lessons and the the acting and then and how good the story is. They're just going to see the race part of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I would. I mean, at least that's what it seems to me. I could be wrong. It's happened once before. <laughs> just once. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so I mean, I would recommend this to anybody uh, that you know asked me for a movie record, or they ever came up and said, "Hey, would you watch this again?" I'd be like, "Yeah, in a heartbeat." Yeah, yeah, I, I, I actually bought it. Uh, it wasn't yeah. very expensive, but I bought it just because it had the extra features. I typically do not buy movies, but this was something that I figured I might, I'd, I'd watch again. Well, then that's uh, that's the question, though. Is this this is this this is this one that holds up too? If you watch it the second time. Was it as good the second time as it was the first? I thought it was better, but that was more because I was really looking at it from a so from you a put production your, your standpoint. Hat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just to kind of see how scenes were put together because it it really had a had a really um... so for production people and and movie geeks uh, and then when I say movie geeks, I mean the people that are into the filming side of it would probably enjoy it more the second time. Where I wonder if I watch it again, if it would hold up because I know the story now. Okay. Where I don't, I I usually don't look at it for that as much as I do the other stuff. You know what I mean? Where we yeah. we see things a little bit different on sure on the second takes. So sure, be interesting to see. Maybe I'll have to watch it again just to take a see. I mean, it can't be a Ragnarok. You you can't watch it a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Good. Speaking of speaking of Chris Helmsworth, um, I just mentioned him, and now you mentioned him. Um, did you see the new Netflix movie called Extraction? Extraction. I have not watched it yet, but it's on the list. Um, so we watched that. Cindy wanted to watch that a couple of days ago. She saw a preview and said, hey, he's hot. Saw Chris. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so uh, we watched that on uh, Saturday. And it's so it's, it's extremely formula, but okay. it is really well made. So okay. uh, I, I it's it's I heard it's either it's either green light. For, is it? A second, maybe it's a second one or moved into a series. I saw something about that, that the, that it's going to get uh, another another take at it, whether it's another movie or into a series. I with, just saw something quick. I don't know if it's with him or not, or just the story in general. Okay, I just saw something quick on it, so it was just you know I didn't I didn't read deep into it, but so it's funny we were talking about Ragnarok. That's one of the other things that um, so we, we're going to talk about a little bit is our. What else are we watching or what else new have we watched? Yeah. Um, I started watching a series called Ragnarok on Netflix. I, and, I, uh, I know it. It's, is it actually, it's, a, it's not American made, right? It's no, not at all. It is. Uh, I want, it's, it's maybe Swedish or Iceland. <laughs> Ice, yeah. Uh, but it's well dubbed. Like okay. you almost don't know that it's not, I mean, you have to look pretty closely to see the lips aren't matching up exactly. Um, and uh, and some of the phrasing is a little bit weird, um, but yeah, it's uh, it's a really interesting. So it's a whole new story on on Thor. It's like uh, he, <laughs> this kid comes back. He's like 16, 17, big kind of muscly kid comes back to the, the town his parents grew up in or his mom. And I, I don't remember them talking about his dad yet, but he's just it's with his mom and his brother. And they come back to this small little fishing kind of town, you know, in in Eden is where it's at. It's called Eden. And his brother is a couple years longer, looks damn near like fucking Loki, like from the movies <laughs> and all the like I'm serious. I, I'm like they they cast this kid perfectly. And he kind of acts kind of that, you know, devious and stuff like that. And it's it's really interesting. It's pretty cool so far. I've only I've watched three episodes. Um Cause I was like Ragnarok. Okay. I got to check this out. I I'm pretty, it's pretty neat. It's like, he doesn't know his story yet, but uh, he's kind of figuring things out. Like uh, what happens? He, I don't know if I should blow too much of it, but he, uh, he comes in, he's the loner. So he hooks up with this, not hooks up, but becomes friends with another girl 
and something happens to her and he gets all angry and he throws a fucking hammer like it's like a regular just you know old school small mallet he throws it like 500 yards and breaks a guy's car window oh you know, but it's just his, like out of anger and so that's where we're at right now he's kind of just like oh shit i'm strong things are happening it's kind of neat so i want to see where it ends up but it's it's pretty cool it's a it's a foreign foreign made series uh but it's based on thor if you like nora stuff like i'm gonna i'm gonna put this out there just in case and 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 see if he ever hears it but a friend of mine gunner this is something that he should watch um so i'm i'm putting the challenge out to gunner if you if you get this far and listen to this which i think you might watch ragnarok (laughs) so and then i'm gonna message him and say now you gotta listen to my podcast so you can hear your name (laughs) (laughs) nice but yeah, so that's that's kind of what I've been uh, my newest uh, find on 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 something to watch. So what, what's up with you, Steve? I know you said you found something new. Well, too. that was the extraction that I wanted to bring up. That's what oh, we was watched. extraction. Oh, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So cool. I would recommend it if you want. To, I mean, it's got some good production value. Some sometimes the it, it's a little. You know, I had you you mentioned uh, dubbing. I had to turn on the subtitles because they've got some <laughs> some of the characters in there have really heavy. Uh, heavy uh indian accents or you know it just it was or i can't remember if this is in saudi arabia or so i, I can't remember where where it takes place but just uh, heavy accents huh but just heavy accents yeah but enough to where. where we had to kind of rewind and it's like i'm just going to turn yeah. the turn the subtitles on just so i can read what they're we saying we actually leave ours on now just almost yeah. all the time well and and then chris hemsworth he's got he he's coming in with his uh new zealand accent or australian where he's oh he's he doesn't from. change it uh, right. So, so nice. he kind of has a little bit of a, uh, uh, you know, you got to get used to that, but, um, all right. So yeah, again, pretty cool. it's, it's pretty formula, but it has some really epic scenes. I've, that I've, really, I've heard it's really good. I heard it's, it's they've good got, and, and from, from the geek in me, they've got a, they've got like a 10 minute single shot, uh, action oh, no. sequence in, in the middle that, uh, they had to have, cut it together through CG and stuff like that. But it is so good. It's really good. Okay. Some cars now to that makes me want to see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. Good. So Cool. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, there's two new things to watch uh, for people out there. And then, uh, like I said, we, we both, I think, liked Ford, for Ford versus Ferrari. Yep. Um, yeah, so awesome. Cool. All right. Well, I think that's probably it for us tonight on this yep. one, at least. All right. So you want, you want to give them uh, where they can reach us? Yep, you can go to uh, hwsi.podbean.com. Yeah. That would be our yeah. our website. You can also find us on uh, what is it? Apple uh, Apple, Apple Podcast. Apple Podcast. Okay. Yep. Um, I don't have a I don't have an iPhone, so I don't know uh, how that yeah. how that goes down. But I but I yeah, I'm going to get us on Stitcher. I think here soon. I got to look into that. And then and then what's our email? The dot hwsi.podcast. Yep. At gmail.com yeah so for those that are having trouble with the hw hwsi it's how we seize it just the, yeah the well letter, that's better so. than trying to spell right, the how we, exactly <laughs> so yeah so just for the that's how that's how we came up with that but yeah perfect so hopefully someone will send us something sometime some day maybe we'll see um <laughs> but it's also we also have a facebook group uh if you're on that that yeah most uh, people are where they want to communicate they're not going through yeah. email they're going through yeah. facebook or yeah, so we have the, the the Facebook group, the How We Seize It Facebook group, um, and the Seize It is with three E's and a Z. Um, if you want to know the reason of that, ask me, and I'll tell you. It's a good story. And if you want to see my barbecue, just follow How We Seize It to me, Steve, and then go yeah. from me to my wife, and she posted some pictures. <laughs> or, we, or, or we could just put them up on the How We Seize It. Okay. We'll, 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 we'll throw it into the comments for uh, the, the episode. Thanks. Yeah, along we'll with a picture of your uh, 19 your special 19 yeah yeah, yeah definitely because it it's got it yep challenger series 19 series challenger series. Okay, not, yep. yeah by bear republic yeah they closed their uh they closed their brewery that was right down the street from my work i was kind of bummed the one in healdsburg i liked that place they had some good food yeah. but and then they opened the one up in runner park i've never been yeah there. the one the one oh the runner park one's awesome okay they got the they got the deck looking out over the the little pond okay super nice super nice all right, cool. Well, I think that's it for us tonight. So go ahead and say good night, Steve. Good night, Steve. <laughs> Is that good? It works. I'm channeling Ryan. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. All right. Good night.